This is Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School, covering everything we should know as adults that got glossed over in our classrooms. With your host, Wave News anchor, Don G. As always, thank you for joining us for Things I Need to Learn in Life I Did Not Learn in School. This one touches home for me. Um, I don't know if it'll touch base for you, but at some point in life, it probably will. If it doesn't, it may be good for you to learn for someone you love. And we're talking about Medicare and maybe a little bit of Medicare. Charles M. Williams is here. He's an AARP volunteer, executive council member. I always love to talk to him because he has so much information. And if he doesn't have the information, he always knows where to go. Mr. Williams, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you again, Don. So, like, around this time of year, you start seeing all these commercials about Medicare and signing up and things like this. And I, I don't know how you feel, but sometimes I don't like the commercials because it makes the uh, people who need to sign up for Medicare, generally older folks, it, it makes them seem like, I don't know, they don't know what they're doing. I hate them. I'm like, stop that. You know, we know what we're doing. You know, don't make us look feeble and goofy and fumbling and, and things like that. But Medicare, when you hear the words Medicare, what's the first things that you think people should know? Well, first, before we get started, Don, I'd like to, to start off with a definition for Medicare. Yes. So that we're all working from the same plane. And Medicare is a federal health insurance program that helps tens of millions of adults and younger people with, uh, with disabilities with their health insurance. Okay, you said, and younger people, yes. so it's not just for the elderly. That is correct. Okay. There, there, are, uh, there are people and kids and, and under the age of 65 that we, we're normally talking about here who have specific needs who uh, make uh, whose families may come under some kind of catastrophic financial situation? Medicare helps with those things. How how do you know if you qualify for Medicare, and how would you sign up for Medicare? There are avenues for signing up for Medicare. First of all, in or the general use of Medicare and the general invitation that we all get from Medicare. We generally get it as we have paid into Social Security. We pay into Social Security for about 10 years as we work, and, and our employer and our, and, and takes, I think it's 1.42% of our salary. They add, the employee and employer, 1.42% each contribute, and that's how we pay into the Medicare system. At what, at what age do you qualify? If you don't need it for uh, something catastrophic or something because you can't pay for your own uh, health insurance, at, at, at what age do I qualify for Medicare? Normally, Social Security will notify you within six months of your 65th birthday. Okay. And from that point, one has seven months in which to enroll. What happens if I don't? Well, you can get penalized at the time you do enroll. Okay. So some people don't enroll because they continue to work and they are under their, employee, their employer's medical insurance. However, in a situation like that, they need to send a letter or notify 
uh, Medicare that they are still working and they are still under an insurance plan. That way they're not penalized when they do finally apply for their Medicare. Can I have both? Can I have, can I, can I still be working and have my, um, have benefits from my job and have Medicare? Yes, you can. You can, by, by virtue of the fact, med I don't want to try to sound too complicated, but let's break well, Medicare it's, down It's first. all complicated, <laughs> because, but we're trying to understand. You, you started this thing really with a great opening statement because we look at television, we hear on the radio, inundated It's everywhere, about, I mean, honestly. And they're all talking about Medicare Advantage and Medicare, yes. original Medicare. Donut holes. Donut holes and all those things. We, we're going to try and get into some of that stuff today. Yeah. However, if you are still working, you can still you can still apply for Medicare while working. So that is not a conflict of interest as if you are 65 or older. And I believe, I'm not sure about this, but if there is some kind of a major disability that's associated with you, you can still use Medicare benefits too. It, Medicare though can actually differ state to state, can it not? It, it can. There's a federal guideline for Medicare but it is the, the different plans associated with Medicare that differ vastly from state to state. Okay, so here at WAVE, uh, we just had to select our health plans. Mm -hmm. It's so scary to me. <laughs> Honestly, I have health issues. So I have to make sure I have a plan that cares for me. You, AARP, uh, you're part of that. Charles, is, you sit on the board, you help people here in our city that need help in different ways because AARP has those services and support groups. Uh, but it's, it's so scary to me. And you sent me information about Medicare, and I start looking through that, and I was like, holy cow, this is as difficult learning about this as it is the health insurance that I just picked. Because when you pick something, if you don't pick the right thing, that's what you have. And you want to pick the, the services that will cover you the best. How do you do that? Well, you start off by trying to simplify the process. I like to think of Medicare in terms of Remember back in the days of the of kids when we had those uh, blocks, A, B, C, D blocks with the numbers on the sure. one side? Think of Medicare in terms of A block, B block, C block, C dot block. That's as simple as it gets. In the A block, we know that Medicare, that one is the free one. That one covers um, hospital stays long-term stays, uh, um, nursing home facilities, that's A. B, your B block, that's the one that we pay in by way of our employer and our benefits. That takes care of office visits, um, uh, tests, blood tests, x-rays, those kinds of things. We're paying a copay into that. C, I'm gonna set that to the side because that's something called Medicare Advantage. And then D, is our prescription drug part of the program. Remember that with Block B, it only covers 80% of those services I just identified, approximately 80%. And that's where we get into another term. Oh, no. There's a gap. 
I hear that word all the time. That's I hear what, gap and donut. That's why we call it, that's what we call this part of Medicare, Medigap. With Medigap, if, you, if, if Medicare is only going to cover 80% of your particular services or needs, then you're going to want the other 20% covered. That's where you buy a gap insurance called Medigap. And, and, and when I buy that gap insurance, where do I get that gap? There are several options. There are, there are insurance companies who sell options. So I I get that outside of Medicare. That is outside of Medicare, but they will they will provide uh, um, um, sources and resources and 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 make suggestions and recommendations to you, as you just identified or or uh, you said you have particular yes. problems. Everyone who applies for Medicare has a specific have their own specific story. So you have to look at who you are, where you are, what your medical situation is as you go through this A, B, C, D block, okay? But sometimes I really fear we have to pay attention. Yes. And do you do this every year? Like here at WAVE, we have to every year enroll in that, in that health insurance. Even no, no, if, no, 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 no. No? Mayor Cliff. Okay. Once you enroll, yes. you are enrolled. Okay, so once you enroll in Medicare, you are enrolled. Yes. So if I enroll in Medicare, I'm done for the rest of my life and I can leave it? You can leave it if, if unless your life situation changes and you want to revisit your health care plan. And I want to change and it. And you want to change it. That's why this time of the year becomes really confusing because they call it Medicare enrollment or re-enrollment. They the, the commercials make it look like if you don't go back and do it again, that's, then you're not going to have it. That's the scary part of the commercials, and that's not what we should be listening to. Right. If you already have Medicare and you're satisfied with your plan, leave it. Leave it. Oh, that's just such a shame to me. Uh, you know, and, and Scott and I were talking about this the other day. There's something called a digital divide. Yes. And in that digital divide, we look at folks who are 65 and older. And we were looking at some statistics that shows that over 58% of people 65 and older don't have access to broadband. And, and a lot of this stuff is online. Well, they say, I would say 99.99% repeating is online. You're not going to be able to walk into an right. office, sit down and talk to somebody and do it. You've got to go to a computer. Or their telephone numbers. And then I, I read something today that surprised me. I don't know how accurate it is. I'm going to throw it out there and someone knows better than I that uh, some of the social offices are only open at certain times, not as long as they used to be. Sure, you know, especially since COVID. Especially since COVID. So one has to make an appointment. You have to make telephone calls. You've got really to get there. The it draws up. And you have a limited time yes. to, to do all of this. Well, well let, me, let me identify that limited time. I mentioned seven months. Yes. When one is about to turn 65 years of age, they will get a notification if you're on Social Security. Three months before they turn 65, that month in the middle when you are 65, and then you have three months beyond that to apply for your Medicare and to apply for all of these benefits. On the other hand, if one isn't drawing Social Security, isn't eligible for Social Security, there are certain professions that don't, don't, don't uh, draw Social Security. I think that's right, that don't draw Social Security. Mm -hmm. They have to actually apply for Medicare. Let me ask you a question. So uh, let's say you have paid into Social Security, mm -hmm. but you have not opted.
opted to take your social security yet. Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend who w- wanted to wait until he was 70 mm-hmm. because I think the longer you wait, the more money oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you get. Mm-hmm. So he opted to wait until he was 70 in order to get his social security. So is he still eligible for Medicare since he didn't want to take his social security? Two different programs. Okay. Social security is completely different. Social security is only the 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 system that notifies Medicare. So I'm saying two different systems because Social Security is here, Medicare... But he could still get Medicare. he could still get his Medicare starting at age... Even though he he wasn't being paid. Okay, I was just making making sure. Quite frankly, I wish I had waited a little longer before I uh, checked in and started drawing my Social Security. Well, see, and that's... move on his part. That's another thing. He just said, I don't need this Social Security. And he said, I'm going... And I didn't know you could do that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know you could get more money Mm -hmm. if you waited. And now he's getting a lot more money. If you start... If one starts... This is Social Security. We're not going to I know. We're not. T- Look, how we got into this, we brought this whole subject up. I did that. I'm sorry. But anyway, just very briefly, if you, one starts drawing Social Security at the age of 62, when they're eligible, there is about 75% of the max they can draw when they max out at the age of, uh, it may be 70 or 72. I don't know the exact mm-hmm. age off the top of my head, but you wait that extra few years. Each year, you tack on a greater you percentage bring, yes. until you max out at the maximum. Yes, and I, I just learned and it's that. it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Okay, Medicare, let's get back. Okay, I don't know if you can answer this question, but I was talking to some friends who are, who are now um, responsible for the care of their mother, and they were talking about Medicaid. What's, what's the difference between Medicare and Medicaid? Medicaid is a completely different program, obviously. Medicare takes care of your medical stuff. When I go to the doctor, mm -hmm. when I go to the hospital. My knowledge of Medicaid comes in by virtue of the fact that I helped my uncle and aunt as they moved into a nursing care facility and all those kinds of things. That's when Medicaid comes That's when you need Medicaid because you're getting involved into the long-term care situation. Medicare pays up to, it depends on the particular situation, from 30 to 90 days of hospital stays and that kind of stuff. After that, it's it's out of your pocket or it's out of your insurance. That's when you get into the Medicaid. Did I say Medicare? Medicare takes care of 30 to, to 90 days. Right. Once you get to that, in date, but depending on a particular situation, then Medicaid Kicks is what in. you want to Right. Want to and if you th- I, I was also told that if you even think that's a possibility that the person that you love, the person you care for, is going to need that long-term care, you need to uh, apply for You need to apply. For Medicaid. Yes. Because you'll end up paying out of your pocket, and that could be Thousands and thousands. Talk about of financially catastrophic. That's, that's a big catastrophic. Uh, we're talking a long-term care facility, nursing home. We're talking anywhere from sixty to ninety thousand dollars a year. I, I a just year. don't even. A year. I, I remember my granddad being there, and 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 he stayed with us. You know, he stayed until it just was no longer mm-hmm. uh, possible. But I just look at families and say, how do you work that out? You know how it's tough. How do how do you do that? Now you get into the the business of caregivers. I'll tell another conversation for another time. But caregiving and 
what they do for their loved ones yeah. and the expenses incurred and the time incurred. It's, it's and, all mishmash. And again, we've, we have jumped all over the place, and, and that was not my <laughs> we goal. We always to, do. <laughs> we do. Uh, that's because you always have a, a wealth of information, and that's why I appreciate you. And I know that you all do this, and I know you also c celebrate caregivers, uh, which is important. But if you are a caregiver, AARP always stresses that you certainly continue to care for that loved one, but you have to care for yourself. Oh, one cannot care for anyone if they can't take care of themselves. Yeah, you can't pour from an you, empty you, cup. You, I, I like that term. I, I, I misspoke it the other day, but, but I, I knew I was pouring from something. Yeah, can't from pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. If you had a one, two, three uh, for Medicare that you wanted people to know, like, this is the most important thing. One, two, three, you've got to know this. What would it be? Start off by knowing what your personal situation is. Identify any illnesses or sicknesses that you may have, uh, pre-existing conditions. That's one thing you need to. Another thing to consider in choosing Medicare plans is, are you going to be a traveler? Do you live in different states, vacation homes or anything? Or, or do you plan to travel? Because some of these plans require you to... With, with one plan, you can stay within a uh, what they call a the doctor's plans. With another one, you can choose your own medical doctor. You don't need pre you don't need pre approval for your medical doctor. And finally, one must study because all of the confusing information that comes out every year around this time, and there's a reason because. Insurance companies, that's their job. I'm not throwing anything. And that's they what make, they do. They make money. And, and the more advertising they do, the more they can charge. But, but everything that they're talking about helping us with, we can do ourselves. Or there is assistance out there to help folks do this. There is assistance. And uh, it, this is overwhelming. Yes. It, this is yeah. overwhelming to me. I'm not there yet for it, and I look at it, and I'm like, oh, Lord, one day I'm going to have to do this. Uh, AARP offers help. AARP.org forward slash, um, which one is this, Scott? Medicare. Medicare. How did I AARP.org forward slash Medicare. Okay. Uh, you all have videos there. You have webinars there. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a guide there because I've been there and I've looked at it. I will say this. Now, all that information is there. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of information. It is. It's a lot of information. So you're going to have to take some time because it's all the information that you need. If you feel like you're not going to understand it, this, this, this is what I do now. When I get a little overwhelmed, my daughter, she's a warrior. <laughs> and I say, boo, come over here and sit down. And my daughter goes, ma, how'd you get that? This is what it means. And uh, so she's the one that's kind of in, in charge of anything. Mm -hmm. When I, I just get overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my Lord, I'm not looking at that. And I say, sit down and figure that out. And when you do, let me know about it. <laughs> so I, you know, I do that with my daughter. Are, are there, is there any information you want to make sure that folks uh, don't get hung up in, like don't ignore it or don't like what's the what's the don't do's? I, I'm particularly concerned about fraud because there are opportunities for 
the bad guys Always. to get into somebody's pocket. Always. And no matter how much, I mean, I, I got snookered recently. No. And, and I... And I talk about this stuff. Well, not recently, a couple, three years ago. I got snookered a couple, three years ago. And so I know it is easy to fall into the trap of becoming unaware based on the pressure that salespersons can put on you. So my advice is to, is, is don't make the decision in the moment. If you can, do the best you can to snap into a position of awareness and say, give me 24 hours to think about this you'll have a completely different perspective on it. Yeah. And approach Medicare and all your personal needs with that same uh, uh, degree of awareness, of understanding that there are people out there who have figured out a way, in the military community, for example, there are people out there who figured out a way to get into veterans' pockets. It, it, another subject, so we're not gonna go there, but yeah, I'm just saying I, be, if, be aware of you have to, and you'll think that somebody's calling you from Medicare or from wherever because it'll say that on your they phone. Don't do that. But they can. There's some kind of system that can make it say yes. Humana or Medicare or jail on your phone, and it's not them. That's so if if you want to talk to Medicare, look up Medicare's phone number mm -hmm. and then call them. Don't talk to somebody that calls you on the phone. If you get a letter and it doesn't. Look right. Look for misspellings. Look for things like mm -hmm. that. But always look up the number, the real number, on Medicare's website and call that. Don't ever do things that when people call you, just don't do it. Just don't you do it. You can't trust do the it. world now. I wish it's a I shame. could. It's, it's a, a shame. shame. Yeah. It breaks my heart. It's a shame. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you need to make sure that you share? Just want to make sure we talk about aarp.org forward slash Medicare. There are answers out there. As you were saying, Don, you go to the site. It can be daunting, but that's because the system has been, it has been kind of designed and construed to be daunting because there's so many opportunities. Well, you, you give so. all the information because... There are 8 billion situations. Everybody's situation, Every situation is, different, is different, so you have to give the information that would share uh, what each person needs, and that's a lot. But on this website, not only is there a lot of reading to do, but I was just looking at it this morning. They're very simple two, three-minute videos. Video. Yeah. So easy to understand. It made it so easy. I felt like, you know, this, this, all this when I was looking at it, I said, oh, oh. It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. So the videos help a lot too. And then they give you a little pop quiz. What would you do in this? And they give you different scenarios just to play around. And if you do it on that computer, make your, make your mistakes on the computer. Right, not and in they, your life. Not in your life. <laughs> and then when you step out there, you're, you're, you're prepared to ask the right questions. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that we don't... Oh, we forgot something. Don't worry I about know. it. We will forget and something. But, but, but AARP.org forward slash. And you can always call AARP call. here because I call mm -hmm. you all all the time. Yes, absolutely. All right. And um, it's easy to get our local office. Mm -hmm. You will always have uh, uh, different support groups and different things here in the city um, that we can do. I just want to make sure that I don't forget anything. AARP has a wealth of information. Yes, they do. To help the 50-plus demographic, but just because we say 50-plus doesn't mean it doesn't apply to 
everybody who yeah. can read, write, and and do arithmetic. Yeah, I just want to say, I jo when I joined AARP, it's really funny when I go to different hotels or things like that. Discounts. Uh, discounts. I always say, excuse me, I joined AARP and then I get money off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I show that very proudly oh, now. Yeah. I used to go, I got mad uh -huh. when they sent me a letter. Are they sending me a letter to join AARP? Who do they think they <laughs> are? I am not old and I get, then went, wait a minute, what, I get how much money off? Let me fill that out. <laughs> and then I got a little backpack and a cup. Uh, yeah, I was I was proud of that. So uh, I appreciate you all bringing in this information. So right now is the time to do that, right? Now is open enrollment. Open enrollment. It's uh, October through, I think it's uh, uh, through January. December through December seventh. December seventh. We, we've 7th. got another yeah. helper. Uh, over there, Scott Wagness, who is who is he's, helping us. December seventh. Yeah. Uh, so many and, numbers and so much. Yeah, it's so much information. So Charles Williams here from AARP. We thank you. Did we forget anything? As state health insurance assistance program. State health insurance assistance program. Yeah, and and that is a program that will also help uh, people who are trying to get access to uh, Medicare. I'll give you just a, just a quick brief uh, summary of the state health assistance program. Is it provides information and counseling and assistance to seniors and disabled individuals, their families and caregivers. This service is provided at no charge by local and well-trained counselors. And how and do they find here's out a telephone about that? Number, 502-564-6930. That's 502-564-6930. That's the state health insurance assistance that, that, Lots of information. There. All right, there you go. Things I need to learn in life I didn't learn in school. I hope that's helpful to everyone. But just take a deep breath and know that all of this is possible and it doesn't have to be daunting or overwhelming as always. I thank you for listening, for watching, and I appreciate it. I hope you appreciate the information.